the best of today and yesterday in Nacogdoches. Brought to you by a law school dropout and a dish technician. Come all in, listen to this. It's a little show with Cody and Chris. Netcast. And we are back, episode 15. Did you see my post last week, Chris, where I said the uh, one you've been waiting for, or like the one for you? Episode 14, you know, 1-4. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't catch that, if I'm being honest. Dang. Man, did you see it, or did you just I looked catch at it? it. I looked at it, because I liked it, and I shared it. Yeah, there you go. So, I'm glad you liked it and shared it. I wish you had really liked it in person, <laughs> and truly understood the joke. Well, Chris, episode 15, like we've said, let's go ahead, hop in to see what we have in our... Uh, Email bag. Email bag. I don't think we had any like legitimate emails. Just a bunch of more responses to our um, giveaway, like what people would like me to uh, put on them and such. Uh, by the time you're hearing this, hopefully those of you who entered our giveaway are holding your 4 by 6 signed photo of me and Chris. I signed our names on it. I wrote in it. Hopefully you can read it because my handwriting is really bad. Chris's is even worse. Yeah, though, so. No, 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 no. My we, handwriting makes, look, my handwriting is, uh, compared to yours, mine is nice, neat, Egyptian hieroglyphics, and yours is Dr. Cursive. Chris never realized he was actually left-handed, and I've been trying <laughs> to convince him of that up until this day, but we'll just let him keep going with alrighty. righty. <laughs> yeah, man. Keep going, Chris. No one's stopping you. All right, Chris. So like I said, we didn't really have any emails, but I did get a message uh, from my brother. He Ooh. suggested what he suggest? a movie review next what movie? week. Snowpiercer. Ooh. You ever seen it? Oh, yeah. That's that's a good movie. It's got <laughs> Captain America in it. It's awesome. Oh, okay. Good. I was hoping you'd seen it, so yeah. I wouldn't have to review it. I, I, can, I, can, I can give a very fast synopsis right now. I don't want to because that'll ruin next week's review. Okay. Well... Okay. Okay. <laughs> give like a 30, no, not even 30 second because you'll give too much weight. Give a 10 second plot description. It's Violent Willy Wonka. Violent Willy Wonka. Yeah, that's Snowpiercer. It's Violent Willy Wonka. I like the sound of that. And there are a lot of good sounds in Willy Wonka, so hey, only way to go is up from here. All right, Chris. So as I said, he suggested Snowpiercer, so I guess you'll be reviewing that next week. But enough about next week, Chris. We're living in the now. We're living in the today. We're here to play, and we play hard. So we're going to go ahead and hop into one of our segments. And I'm going to go first since I have three and you have two, so that's only fair, right? Ha. Yeah. So I say we start out with our Nacogdoches Business Spotlight. What are you doing this week, Cody? Uh, this week we'll be doing Fuzzy's Taco Shop. Now, I'll play the music, and then we'll get into it. You ready? Yes. Boom. Nacogdoches Business Spotlight. Nacogdoches. Nacogdoches Business Spotlight. Nacogdoches. All right, Chris. So, Fuzzy's Taco Shop. You know, whenever they first opened, I didn't realize they were a chain. Did you know that? Yeah. 
how many you think they got? I realize I, I, I ask no, you I a no, lot of questions, I, like how many you think they got? I have no idea, but I know I've seen them around. I yeah. think they got one in Lufkin as well, don't they? I think the one here in Lufkin closed, but that's okay because they're still rocking and rolling with 146 locations Ooh. listed on their website. That's one more than 145. Yeah, and 147 was just too many, so they said we'll do 146. So they originally opened in Fort Worth in 2003. They were like, we want a cool, fun environment for people to come hang out, eat tacos, and never want to go home. That's kind of what they said. So uh, they really also hit on the patio scene. You know, we have the one in Nacogdoches with the big patio on the side. You can bring your little doggy. And uh, play washers and stuff play like washers, that. Washers, yeah, yeah. I see people over there all the time. I've never been myself. Yeah, I've been several times. Well, they also like to spotlight their frozen beverage selection. One of my favorites to get there is the Fuzzy Whipper. I think it's called the Whipper. It's like a <laughs> what, man? That's a silly name. I love it. It is kind of silly. All right. Anyway, it's like a, a dream sickle type of thing. I don't know what a dream sickle is. It's like that's or- hilarious. As orange well. and cream. That's what it is. Well, anyway, Chris, that's what they got going. Uh, Mondays, they used to have, I guess they still do, $1 tacos. So you go in there and you get like four of them, and then you're stuffed to the brim. Now, I used to go up there with my old pal Gorgie, and he would say, this is too good of a deal. I'm going to get like eight. And he would sit there and eat eight tacos. Oh, God. Yeah, he's a wild man. (laughs) He can just like put down food like no one I've ever seen. Yeah, he's tall though. Yeah. He's he's really tall. Yeah, and I don't think he eats but like once a day, so it made uh-huh. sense for him. Uh yeah, so like you said, Chris, outside they got like washers and uh Jenga, I guess, is the other thing they got. Imagine opening up a restaurant where you got paintball. Paintball? Yeah. I think that's like uh yeah, I guess they could do that, huh? Because, you know, we used to go to, like, the laser tag and stuff. Yeah. And they would serve, like, pizza and crap. But it's not, like, enclosed. It's just that's the yeah. risk you take. You're you're, yeah. you're sitting down eating some spaghetti, and you get nailed in the back of the head. I don't know if spaghetti is the best laser tag food. I was thinking more like smoothies or something. No, nope, spaghetti. That, it's a, it's <laughs> oh, an Italian. Right? It's a, it, is, it is laser tag. It's paintball. Yeah. It's... Uh, Paintballios is what we can call Paintballios. it. Paintballios. No yeah, one we, take that idea, no, Towers. That's a million dollar idea right there. Well, Chris, you know what I like about Fuzzies when I go in there? What's that, Cody? They have sports on TV. Ooh. And I'm a big sports guy. So I go in there, I get a thing of queso, and then I get a draft beer. Is our queso warm or is it cold? It's hot. Or Yeah, it's hot, man. What? Who would serve cold queso, you moron? <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny to me. Why did you even think that? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, well, just so long as you don't know, I don't know either. Uh, they used to have this dish there called the Big Fuzz. What is that? It was like this big-ass burrito with like jalapenos and eggs and like bacon and all sorts of crap on it. It was like three bucks, and it was like enough to satisfy the hungriest of folk. And they took it off the menu. I guess they, uh, I can't imagine. It's too they, much power. <laughs> They didn't want, no one food item should have all that power. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, apart from their food items, Chris, let's say you sit down, you have uh, yourself a bowl of queso, a big fuzz, and a draft beer. What you going to have to do after about 10 minutes? You Use the, the little boy's room. Yeah, you're going to have to use the big boy's room after a big fuzz. So you go in there, right, and you see next to the urinal what is there. Boom, a big chalkboard for you to write on. Mike, 
No, I'm recording. I just got a phone call from... You're supposed to put that on silent. (laughs) No, I'm reading my phone, right? Yeah. uh, (laughs) I just get a phone call, and I'm like, okay. So you should have answered it. Hello? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Hey, Mike, we're in the middle of our recording session now. Okay, anyway, back to it. You're in there in the bathroom, and you take a leak or a poo-poo and <laughs> there's a chalkboard next to you so if you get bored you can like play yourself at tic-tac-toe i would not be touching those chalk pieces <laughs> i did oh <laughs> people would write their fraternity letters up there yeah. and i would usually go under it and write sucks oh. <laughs> yeah i sucked Anyway, Chris, so you want to know where it's at? It's across the street from Walmart next to Wingstop and Pet Sense. So Wingstop or Wingstop? Wingstop. Love myself some Wingstop. Yeah, it's pretty good, man, but unfortunately we're talking about fuzzies. I know. So Nick always asks that we give the times. Uh, that it's open, it's open every day, 7.30 to 9, except for Thursday, Friday, and Saturday when they're calling it happy time between 9 and 10. That's right. They're open till 10. Uh, Nick's coming from H-Town, isn't he? H-Town Nick. I was there earlier today, and it was a horrible experience. I don't know why traffic is the way it is in Houston. Mm-hmm. I, I don't enjoy it, though. Well, Mike texted me, and he said, you don't want a guest uh, guest appearance, so I guess we'll we'll see if he gives us a ring. Who's Mike? Uh, Mike's my buddy from Oregon, so it's Ooh. only two hours before it is here now so if he calls me we'll have a our, our very first unscheduled guest that'd be interesting. on the netcast we usually plan these things out very well in advance but uh i don't know i guess we'll uh we'll kind of see what happens here um but yeah so you said you'd never been to no i haven't Fuzzies? been I, i've been interested because i love you know tacos and stuff like that but I've, I've never been yeah why not i don't know i just i don't really when I eat out, it's typically at the regular places that I eat out, and I don't eat out very often. Jesse cooks too good, so. Yeah. I don't have the luxury of having, well, this might be a very dangerous area I'm about to tread on, but she knows it. Ashley is not the world's greatest cook, and so I can't experience uh, fine cuisine like fuzzies as often Ooh. as I can. All right, here we go. Here we go. All right, Mike, welcome to the NatCast. Hello, Michael. Hey, Mike. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, you're actually on. Yeah, I really am. I'm really recording right now. Do you have anything to say, or do you just want to interrupt our broadcast? A little bit of both, I guess. I don't really have a lot to say. Just always BS with you a little bit. Yeah, you, you're full of BS, <laughs> and so it really translates well. But anyway, have you been keeping up with the show? Um... Oh, so I guess you're going to listen to this one then, huh? Yeah, but guess what I got to eat yesterday? What did you get to eat yesterday? I got to have some Tums. Yeah, all right. Oh, okay. This is, yeah, this is Mike yeah. that likes to have his Tums. He finds it a real treat. So, so Mike, Mike, if uh, if, you, if you could answer this, do you just enjoy the, the chalkiness of it, or, or what's up with that? Well, it's got to be the mint Tums. Uh, I, I don't even have them. Okay. But, uh, yeah, the white ones. And, and yeah, the chalkiness. <laughs> yeah. It reminds me of those little old lady mints that you used to get in the dish. Yeah. Your grandma. Yeah, you talk about, like... Chris's uh, grandma or your grandma? <laughs> Everybody gets candy for my you grandma. Know pink mints? You know those pink mints that you can get at the store? Yeah. Um, they're, like, old ladies having them in their dish on their coffee table at home. It's just like that. I used to love nice the... Uh, the, the Valentine's Day hearts because of that, the chalkiness, it was just yeah, real those good. Are good. Yeah. Same, 
same flavor. Yeah. yeah. What about Smarties? Do you like those? I don't know. A little bit, I guess. I don't really care. Well, I don't really care either then. I'm going to put myself on the same plane as you. (laughs) We're just indecisive. Well, anyway, Mike, I think you've about uh, outstayed your welcome here on the (laughs) NatCast. Because we have movies to review, trivia to get to. And really, I didn't schedule more than a two-minute guest interruption. So that's all you get, buddy. You're right, I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) All right, dude. I seriously got to let you go. All right. Well, I gotta eat some tums, so yeah. yeah enjoy tums, your enjoy your tums, tums is time. waiting for you. There we go. All right. Well, we'll talk to you later. All right, later. How about you give me a nat cast before you go? A nat cast? Yeah. Uh, Say it, nat cast, really loud. Nat cast. Nat cast. Yeah. There we go. All right. Thanks, Mike. Talk to you later. There we go. Yeah, what a great call that awesome might have dude. been. It was cool to listen to it, but people yeah. might be like, damn, that was kind of stupid. Yeah. Oh, well, that's probably what it really turned out to be. But hey, we livened it up. That's why we got editors. There. That's why we pay for editors. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm the editor. <laughs> I don't get paid. Well, anyway, Chris, um, yeah, that was Mike. I think I've mentioned him a few times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. seems like a really stand up dude. He's all right. Uh, but anyway, Chris, enough about Mike. Let's go ahead and hop into your segment. Which one do you got for me this week? Ooh, would you rather laugh or learn? I would rather laugh, I'll definitely. Learning is not as fun as laughing, Well, we'll for sure. open this up with the stolen joke of the week. All right. Something neither of a stroke. It's this week's stolen joke. All of my jokes today come from Reddit. I do not remember the usernames. I did not copy them. So if you're interested enough, you can look for them. But they Why are off of Reddit. Them down? Yeah, because I'm I'm a busy man, Cody. I got yeah. things to do. I got <laughs> things to do and people to see. Okay. Um, enough said. Okay. Uh, you ready for it? Yeah. All right. I caught my son chewing electrical cords earlier. I had to ground him. He's doing better currently. Man, now conducting himself properly. There was like three jokes in there. Yeah. Yeah, ground him, conducting, currently. Yeah. <sighs> Electrical jokes. All too familiar for a man in my line of work. <laughs> Go ahead, next right. joke. This one's a little bit more long form. Oh, you know, I like these. Joke number two. Joke number two. Jack, a handsome man, walked into a sports bar around 9.58 p.m. He sat down next to his to this blonde at the bar and stared at the TV as the 10 o'clock news came on. The news crew was covering a story of a man on the ledge of a large building preparing to jump. The blonde looked at Jack and said, Do you think he'll jump? Jack says, You know what? I bet he will. The blonde replied, Well, I bet he won't. Jack placed $30 on the bar and said, You're on. Just as the blonde placed her money on the bar, the guy did a swan dive off the top of the building, falling to his death. The blonde was very upset and handed her $30 to Jack, saying, Fair's fair. Here's your money. Jack replied, I can't take your money. I saw this earlier at uh, the 5 o'clock news and knew he would jump. <laughs> the blonde replies, I did too, but I didn't think he'd do it again. Jack took the money. <laughs> a little blonde joke for you there. Right, I, and one more. I don't think we've hit a blonde joke yet, yeah. so congrats on uh, breaking the seal, if there you we will. Go. I was going to use another term, yeah. but... Uh, Family friendly. Yeah, there we go. Uh, there was another joke that was really, really funny that I wanted to take, but I had a few 
swears. He in swears. It. Yeah. You couldn't have edited them. No, edited them. I don't edited I don't. them. Nope, that's censorship. Yeah, we don't censor ourselves here. That's for sure. Go, Go ahead. ahead, joke. Joke number three. My dad teased up after I gave. <laughs> my dad teared up after I gave him his fiftieth birthday card. He said one would have been enough. <laughs> now that's a good one, man. That was the best one so far. See, I don't ever really cared for blonde jokes. They all kind of have the same, same, uh, you know, not punchline. I know, I know one premise. by mi- I know one by memory. Yeah, it's a little ahead. bit different, but I might get it a little. Okay, bit Okay, I've wrong. got one too. All right, you want to go first? You, you want me no, to go you first? you go first. All right. So this uh, this blonde lady uh, is in a city, and she's driving this like two hundred thousand dollar Rolls Royce, right? Mm-hmm. She uh, she pulls into a bank. It's a cheap Rolls Royce. Well, I don't know how much they go for. She's driving a Rolls Royce. Uh, she pulls into a bank and she uh, walks up to the uh, the teller. Is like, I like to speak to the manager real fast or, or your loans manager. Uh, and the bank said, okay. Uh, the uh, the loans manager came out and uh, asked her uh, how he could help her. And she's like, I'd like to take out a loan for five thousand dollars and put this Rolls Royce up as uh, collateral. Collateral, yeah. And the bank uh, the the bank manager was like okay yeah that's fine uh we'll just store it down in our facility uh in our parking garage underneath and whenever you can pay that back you can grab it uh, grab it back excellent we can pass this by blonde comes back with some total of money plus interest built up okay uh and the bank manager is like why after she does everything the bank manager is like you you he's like i don't understand why you would have taken such a small loan out against such a large or a very expensive vehicle Woman says, $230 for parking in the city over the week doesn't sound like that bad of a deal when you really boil it down. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that wasn't really a blonde it, I mean, it is, but it's not like the great, because I... superior intelligence yeah, at work. Well, I, I like the, that, like, oh, dumb blonde, but I also like the ones where it's like, the no... blondes sh- come out on top. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I've got one. Right. It's kind of a... a, a corny one right. I think I heard this one from a pastor Ooh. he was like so they're at NASA right and this blonde lady walks in they're taking volunteers for new project ideas okay and she's like I think I'm gonna go to the sun and they're all like you can't oh. go to the sun okay, yeah, and yeah. she's like nah get this I'm gonna go at night and everyone's minds exploded <laughs> yeah Kind of lame, Can you know. imagine living like way back in the day, whenever you didn't really understand what the sun was and what the moon was? Yeah, that would have been weird. Yeah. <laughs> imagine the first guy who ever threw up. <laughs> yeah, he was like, "What is happening to me?" <laughs> I think they used to think like stuff like that was like demons leaving. No, right? okay, yeah. So people. People are both dumber and smarter than you give them credit for, right? So don't give me any credit. They're like there are there are a lot of dumb people out there, yeah. and like not not everybody makes dumb decisions and stuff. But also in the same breath, we're all people. We can all you know do basic equations, and what one one thing leads to another thing, and you're gonna figure things out at some point. Mm-hmm. You're gonna realize that you're not sick because you got ghosts in your tummy. You're gonna realize that you just you're sick. You ate too much raw goat. Drink, drink some herbal tea and you'll be better. Yeah. Unless yeah. you're not, then you just die, but still. But in the same breath, imagine like the first time like you consciously realize that you have to poop in doing it. 
<laughs> I, I think I think the funnier there was a comedian I can't remember what it is, but he was talking about the man that invent uh, the the person that had the first brain freeze. Oh yeah, imagine that. Dude, yeah that too. Like because you know it's just kind of natural up to a point, and then you consciously realize, oh man, something's different. I need to do this. What do you think? What imagine the life of the first conscious person though? It's uh, like like when you think about it, dogs aren't conscious like we are. Sure they are. True they are. I said sure. No. No. My, I don't play that. I'm pretty sure that most animals aren't conscious like we're conscious. They're yeah. conscious, but they're not As I mean that's conscious. what that's why we got our big brains is so we can think about things yeah, so much. Yeah, my brain's pretty big. I've got a lot of, I mean, you lot got of a thoughts in there. Big old <laughs> you got a big old head. Yeah, I do. Uh yeah, big head. You know what that means? Big What's, shoes. Ooh. Wait, no, that's not how that joke goes. Yeah, big head <laughs> means big ears. Yeah, there we go. It's very uh, form-fitting. All right, Chris, so that was fun. Let's hop into my next segment, and then we'll take a break. How's that? Sure thing. Sure thing. Okay, sure. so this week I have got the movie review, ooh. and I'm going to be honest with you, I didn't watch a movie this week, but I saw it recently. I talked about it last week, so we'll review it. I bet your review's still better than mine, though. Yeah, I'm actually going to try for a review this week rather yeah. than a plot synopsis. Yeah, th- yeah. I felt real bad because I was trying well, to figure out a, a way to... plot synopsis the first time I, was I did it. trying so. to figure out how to like boil it all together real quick, but it, nope, just talked about the plot. It happens, man. Okay, well, Chris, without further ado, here comes the movie review. Very nice. Movie time, let's review it. That's what we're gonna do. Movie time, let's review it. A movie for me and you. Alright, Chris, so this week we are talking, of course, about the smash hit of 2019, Parasite. Ooh, yeah, you told me about this movie. I told you about it, you're gonna learn just... I'm going to give you just the basic setup, setting, and then talk about a little bit about the movie, not ruin it for you. So I'm not going to put a spoiler alert on this one because, you know, I don't think I'm really spoiling it. You're not going to spoil anything? All right, Chris. So Parasite starts out in Korea, right? Yeah. We've got this poor family. Yeah. They have, like, no money. They don't have Wi-Fi, so they're, like, trying to steal it from people. The family gets a job folding pizza boxes, right? Yeah. That's the only way they're making money right now. Okay, so all of a sudden, the son in the family gets a job from one of his buddies to tutor this girl in, uh, like, you know, pre-entrance exams for college and such, you know. Uh, Is he he qualified to tutor? Yeah, he's, like, you know, above college age, college age guy. Yeah, and she's, like, oops, 15, 16, something like that. But did he go to college? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> no, it's like I'm sure he did not, but maybe he did. Yeah, no, he didn't go to college. I okay. remember that from the end of the movie. He just kind of says it, but it's not relevant. Okay, so anyways, the son gets the job tutoring for the uh, rich family, the daughter, who's like I said, fifteen, sixteen, and then after he leaves for his first day, the mom's saying the rich mom, she's like, we need a new art teacher, and he's like, oh crap, I got a sister at home who can really do some artistic stuff so he sets up the sister to get the job by saying it's his like friends cousin sort of thing you know it's he doesn't say i have my sister should do this he sets her up as a different person okay so she gets the job right tutoring the 
little boy of the rich family in art, right? Yeah. So they're like, this is a pretty sweet gig. We're getting paid a lot of money working at this rich, fancy place with all these rich, fancy people. Well, just two rich, fancy people. And so they're like, let's get dad on board. Oh, God. <laughs> so the uh, rich family has a uh, a driver, right? And so, <laughs> what are you, why are you laughing? Oh, it's just like it's going to go silly. Yeah, well, they uh, plot and scheme, and they get the driver, the current driver, fired. Oh. So the dad gets his job, and guess what happens next? The mom. Mom needs a job, too, so let's get the maid fired. Oh. <laughs> and then, Chris, they've got some sweet gigs, and they're like, life can't get any better than this, but guess what? It gets better. It gets better crazier Ooh. i'm not gonna go any further in the plot line because some stuff just goes down and you're just gonna realize wow this took a turn for the better as far as the plot goes it actually gets worse but. so go ahead the director of that movie yeah. or uh, i guess i don't know if he's a writer or director he's the same guy that did train to busan yeah have you seen Train to Busan? No. Ooh, that is my favorite zombie movie. It is so good. I'm not into zombie oh, movies. Oh, I love myself some zombie movies. I bet you do. Well, anyway, Chris, did you know that Parasite won Best Picture at the Oscars? That is the biggest award they give. I, I saw that. I also saw that someone was asking the director what made him choose to uh, have the... have the uh, movie, movie set, set in Korea. In, not set in Korea, but everybody's speaking Korean yeah. in the movie. And he is pretty much like... I'm from Korea. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that too. It was I liked filmed it. Filmed in Korea with Korean actors, and I'm from Korea. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. So, yeah, the uh, house that this is all set in is super dope. Like, if you watch the movie, you'll be like, man, I wish I lived there. Now, Chris, I am going to warn you you do get a mild nudity scene in Ooh. the movie. You get uh, just a brief glimpse, brief glimpse. Brief glimpse at the female breasts. Ooh. So if you're not in the uh, age range where that's appropriate, do not watch this film. whole thing is, as you said, spoke in Korean, so you must read the subtitles or know Korean to truly get the full effect of the movie. Otherwise, you have no idea what's going on. Although they do play the uh, subtitles, so that's it. And at the end, Chris, they really teach a lesson about how you... Uh, are born into a certain class and how hard it is to escape. And that's really where I'm going to leave you. And I give that 9.4 Folgers out of 10. Folgers. Oh, Folgers. Okay. Well, that's my new rating system. Blank out of 10. Blank. I'm blank gonna Folgers just out of 10. Kind of give it a random number based upon how light, how much I liked it and then throw a point something on I saw there. you almost tap that table. Yeah, I was wanting to smack that. it, yeah. but... You know, cacophonous purposes. You like that word there? Like cacophonous? That, you know, the yeah. first time I heard that word was in Mr. Arboza's class. Me too. <laughs> Our Spanish teacher. Yeah. He was like, it'll create a cacophony. And I was like, oh, that's well, a good freaking word. Yeah, I like that. I'm going to keep that one for the rest of my life. <laughs> I'm not going to learn any Spanish from you, but I like yeah, that Yeah, we one. learned that part. Well, that word wasn't English, so hey, we were more apt to keep it. Well, Chris, did you like my movie review? I did. Yeah, nice, kind of concise. You got an idea of what it's about, where it's going. Left you willing to uh, go watch the rest. I gave it a rating, a little bit of uh, info about how it did and such. We should do Transformers next week. Next week we have Snowpiercer. Okay, the week after that we should do Transformers. I don't like Transformers. Uh, just trucks in space. Trucks in space, okay. <laughs> <laughs> trucks in space. Yeah, I guess you're right. Well, all right, Chris, I think it's time for a break. 
You ready for a break? Yeah. All right. So without further delay, NatCast will be back right after this. Chris, for this week's commercial break, we're going to take a non-conventional advertising method. That's right. We're going to advertise something that is no longer available and you can no longer get. We're going to advertise our giveaway that's canceled from two weeks ago. So if you don't... Canceled or completed? uh, Yeah, it's completed. We're already done. You can't win this, but I'm going to run the ad anyway. Feel free to send an email to the NatCast. That's T-H-E-N-A-C-C-A-S-T at G-M-A-I-L dot C-O-M if you want to win a 4 by 6 signed photo of me and Chris. Unfortunately, as I said, that contest is over, so you cannot win. But we are going to advertise it anyway. No one has ever done this before in advertising. This is groundbreaking, Chris. Can you believe that we have just broken new ground in advertising? We break new ground every day, Cody. You're damn right. Back to the podcast. And we are back, Chris, back from our break. How'd you like your break? I like the break. A little shorter than uh, our usual breaks. I think that one was only like, what, 20 minutes? But, yeah, it wasn't that long. You know, we still got broke on our break. <laughs> what else would you have gotten on break? Bent. We got bent on our break. How was your break? It was anyway, decent. That was, that was a rhetorical question, Chris. Don't ask questions you don't want answers to, Gary. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. All right, Chris. So let's go ahead and hop into that next segment, which I think is time for what? History, sir. History. Uh-oh. All right. Oh. Okay, so time for Chris's History Fact of the Week. Always exciting and never bleak. It's Chris's History Fact of the Week. What you got for me, Chris? So, Cody. What do the names Northampton, the Quincy, and the Vicens have in common? They're all hotels. No, they're all ships that were sunk during or before the or before World War Two. Okay. And my fact for the day is about how they and any other sunk before July sixteenth, nineteen forty five at five twenty nine AM can be and are used to help people. What? On that day in July, the world was irreversibly changed. The world's first nuclear bomb was detonated, and as I said, the world was changed. It's never going to be the same. That's right. Since July 16th, 1945, close to 2,000 nukes have been detonated. Uh-huh. Did you know that? Yeah. Uh, out of tests, actual nukings and stuff like that, there's been over 2, near 2,000 confirmed nuclear detonations. Cool. Um. This has caused a unexpected outcome. It has rendered equipment used to detecting radiation less effective, especially right. if it's made from steel that was produced after that date. The whole world is radiated now. It's more radiated. Yeah. All right, so how they make steel. Uh, steel is just essentially super good iron. Yeah. What you do is you take iron, you make it molten, uh-huh. Uh, you throw some lime uh, limestone on top of that to help suck up the impurities, and then you blow uh, air through it to cool it and uh, kind of refine the steel itself. Gotcha. The air on the planet right now is significantly more radioactive than what it used to be. Yeah. So using st- and a lot of these like medical equipment, MRI machines, Geiger counters, stuff like that, have steel inside of them. So if you're using a, a device used to actually measure and detect radiation that's already, that is being affected by that radiation, just in its building itself, it's going to be way less sensitive to that radiation. Right. That's where these ships come in. Mm-hmm. Any metallic ships that have been sunk before that date where the metal's still salvageable, 
mm-hmm. uh, what they they're actually they don't because they're underwater they uh, didn't accept the radiation they didn't get radiated they yeah. they've been they didn't number one from the uh, environment they haven't been irradiated from just the pr- production of it mm-hmm. uh, number two their uh, water is a great insulator against radiation I think I have to sneeze go ahead <laughs> pretty good. Uh, it is, uh, but that anything made with that still uh, would be rendered uh, less effective at detecting radiation mm-hmm. uh, due to you know the background radiation of our plant of our atmosphere. There's a bunch of radioactive nanoparticles just floating around right now. Yeah, I think I see one. Probably not going to bother us, you know, for the most part. Uh-huh. But it, our planet's just more radioactive than it used to be, and if we make steel, it's more radioactive than it used to be. So your MRI machine is now more radioactive, and it's used to detect radiation inside of somebody. So not, not as good as an equipment. So what they do is they'll send crews down to salvage metal off of uh, off of ship. Anything that uses steel to measure radiation, um, they have found that it's way more cost effective to take and actually just take the metal off the ships that have been sunk because they're not being used by anyone mm-hmm. and use that to make the devices. What if like fishes are using them as houses? Well, that's the thing. If, you, if you're ever getting a, an MRI or using a Geiger counter or anything in the future, you might be able to think that that might have once been the home of a fish. Yeah. So there are ways nowadays to, uh, to actually kind of surpass that by just pretty much using pure oxygen. But it's a lot more expensive than just going underwater, ripping the metal off the, sh- the derelict shit, and using that. And that's pretty much my uh, my history fact of the week, is that it, next time you're in an MRI machine or you're using a Geiger counter, you might be using a piece of world history to do yeah, so. Yeah, I liked it. So do you think if I was to have, like, let's say a bunch of Geiger counters and other crap, and I'd stored them underwater, I might actually have something more valuable today than i would have had assuming that didn't happen they would, i think they would have to be waterproof i actually got oh, to thinking about they this would rust or yeah something. yeah they the, the electronics would be messed up but i actually got to thinking about i this. had an idea for my time machine to if, get rich but that ain't gonna work if you if you built a bunker right underground mm-hmm. and surrounded it with water do you think that would help out more because water is great it's hard for radiation to penetrate through water yeah i don't know maybe we could do that and like what are those called water tables just like those big underground lake lakes, pools. essentially. Yeah. But then you got to deal with the demons that live in those. Yeah, like Loch Ness. Have you ever seen uh, The Descent? No. It's a scary movie. Yeah. What's it about? It's like these uh, like cave explorers uh-huh. go into a, a cave that's like underneath a church. Uh-huh. Turns out there's like monsters living in there. There's a bunch of movies that are like that where like cave explorers go uh, go explore the wrong cave and get messed up by the creature that's living in there. <laughs> I want to go to a cave again. I, have you ever been to a cave? I got a joke, but you're probably going to delete it. Uh, you go ahead. Uh, yeah, we're deleting it. <laughs> well, anyway, we just deleted a joke that was about caves and uh, yo mama. So <laughs> use your imagination on where Chris went with that one. Anyway, and I'm such a stickler for uh, a decently uh, PG show. Well, you know, I, it, it is me to insult your mother. She is a wonderful woman. Yeah, apologize to my mother. I apologize to your mother. Thank you. Uh, no, what was I saying? You ever been to a cave? No, actually, I haven't. I've been to like four. Have you ever been to a canyon? No. I've been to one. Oh, what's it like? It's 
wonderful cave yeah essentially yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely wonderful uh it's yeah. paladero up in the panhandle which is the I second it was paladero pa- i say paladero i'm probably wrong just We've like with folgers yeah Chris. probably probably like with folgers um should i play the clip <laughs> yeah you there? should i, I was right, about to say is. that folkers all right (laughs) (laughs) but no i'm just gonna put that in as many spots as i can it's crazy pulling into it because like as you're like going like you pull into it and it's pretty much i was pulling out of it (laughs) (laughs) is it as wild no kind of because it's a really steep incline to actually go into it yeah and it feels like your car is going to just start rolling Oh, well, my car usually rolls a bit when I drive it. <laughs> got him. <laughs> well, Chris, that's some good stuff right there. I liked your history. I got, I got a little ahead of myself. It's rolled out a lot neater than what I said. Yeah, well, no, it's not. I see that handwriting. Oh, well, not neater, neater, but just oh, like the actual structure. Kind of neat, yeah, huh? the actual structure. I was, structure. I was trying to actually go off a script and set it off the top <laughs> of my head this week. Yeah, well, hey, you at least tried, right? <laughs> and we got to give you credit for that. And there you go, coughing again. Well, That's Chris, the first time during this entire yeah, thing. You've made it a while. I know. I'm a healthy boy. That's uh, that is healthy, I guess. Uh, Chris, let's uh, let's hop into our next segment. You already know uh, what that one is. I is hope you do. It time for some uh, trivia. Yeah, I think it's trivia time. So as we do, Chris, we will count down three, two, one, and we'll both go, it's trivia time. I'll play the music, and then we'll get started with trivia. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Three, two, one. It's It's trivia time. It's trivia time. It's trivia time. Tea time now. A little trivia. It's trivia time. All right, Chris, it is trivia time, as we say here at the NetCast. We're going to, of course, do our classic one easy, two medium, two hards with our categories we play every week. Want to know what you're playing for? What am I playing for, Cody? Chris, if you win this week, I am going to quit the NetCast, <laughs> and you won my role, right. so it will become a solo show. I'm, I'm fine with that not happening. Yeah, so you're going to lose on purpose. I couldn't do this without you. Uh, well, you better miss some then. But really try, though, Chris, because I don't want a half-assed performance just because you don't want to run the show by yourself. Well, Chris, without further ado, here comes the easy question. Of course, the category is logistics, Chris. Do you know what logistics is? Yeah. What? It's like uh, finding out how things are going to be going and where no, they're going. No, logistics is like shipping stuff. That's exactly what I just said. <laughs> It, it, and I, it doesn't just matter to shipping stuff. There's logistics and everything. Yeah, true. I was I was looking for more of the uh, noun, very concrete answer rather than the uh, I feel like scientific I gave, logistics. I feel, like I, I feel like I gave a pretty concrete answer. Yeah, yeah. you might have been right, but that wasn't the answer I was looking for. But <laughs> All right, Chris. So, of course, the question comes to us from the category of logistics. Chris, I want to know what UPS stands for. Do you know what UPS stands for? Universal Postal Service. Universal Postal Service. That's not right. I'll give you another guess, though. United Postal Service. United Postal Service. Chris, you almost got it. It's United Parcel Service. That's that's silly. United Parcel Service. I kind of expected you to guess. When United they op- when, when the when the UPS place open up. 
Wait, which one? We don't have one in Nacogdoches. No, 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 no. UPS oh. as a whole. Uh, let's look. UPS founding date. Okay, it says it was 1907, August 28th, Seattle, Washington. Washington. Ooh, Washington. Looks like they've been in the game the longest because Federal Express, FedEx, didn't come around till 1971. They had to get the right paint color for their vans. Yeah. <laughs> How did you ship mail before then? Uh, if you, it horse. says the postal service didn't come around until nineteen seventy one. You well, you probably no lived way. really close to the people that you're. I don't. I know. think it was probably a bunch of private companies like the yeah, Pony Express. Maybe. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Maybe that would be fun to explore, but I'm not going to do that because it looks really hard. Uh, that'll be my next history fact <laughs> about uh, the shipping of stuff. Yeah, yeah, I like it. That's a good place to go. All right, Chris. So next up, we're going to break ground here on trivia. I'm going to ask you to do something you've never done for me before, Chris. Ah, uh, no. No. Okay. Well, I'll ask you to spell a word then. Okay. <laughs> we're in trouble. Yeah. Okay. I know you're. Below average sometimes in your punctuation, oh, so I'm hoping you can spell a little better. I I picked out the hardest word I could find that you would know, and I picked it, and I said Chris is going to spell it. Are you ready? Yes. Chris, the word I want you to spell is auxiliary. Now be slow about it, because I want to make sure you get all the letters in there. A u x i l l a r y. Okay, one more time. You said A-U-X-I-L-L-A-R-Y. Yeah. All right, Chris, I hate to inform you, but that is incorrect. Oh, how do you spell it? Auxiliary. A-U-X. That's what I said. I-L. That's what I said. I-A-R-Y. That's what I said. No, you said A-U-X-I-L-L-A-R-Y. No, 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 I said I-L-I. <laughs> That's... It just looks like an I. It just looks yeah. like an L. You just, uh, you know, rather than seeing it differently, you just said it differently, but you meant that? Yeah. Okay, Chris, I'll give you a quarter <laughs> of a credit there. How's that? That's fair. Okay. I think you might have even still got it wrong, even if that was the way. I can't even remember. All right, Chris, we're off to our medium question uh, number two, because that last one was medium as well. Uh, Chris, you know Jeeps, right? Those things that you uh, drive in? Yeah. Very top-heavy vehicle, they say, rolls often. Chris, the brand Jeep was, or I'm sorry, is owned by what parent company? I'm going to give you some answer choices here. You've got Fiat Chrysler, General Motors, Ford, or Dodge Ram. You want to hear them again? Yeah, I'm going to say, well. Fiat Chrysler, no. General Motors, maybe Ford, or Dodge Ram. I think it's going to be Ford. Chris says Ford. Chris, the answer was Fiat Chrysler. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Because Jeeps were originally made uh, for military usage. Yeah. Okay. And? I didn't know Fiat was making military vehicles back in the Listen, day. Listen. All right. Let's do a little Google here, Chris. I believe you. I'm not doubting not, you. I'm just saying. Because Dodge Ram actually is under Fiat Chrysler as well. Oh. Uh, so what did we say? Jeep parent company? Uh and you look it up. Is that due to an acquisition? I don't know. So you've got, you just Google it. It says Fiat Chrysler Automobiles, right? Uh, apparently, under that same umbrella is, um, like I said, Dodge Ram, uh, and then Jeep, and then you've got Fiat, and... Let's see. You've got Lancia. Maserati is actually Ooh, under Fiat, as is Alfa Romeo. 
And yeah, that covers all of them under Fiat Chrysler. So yeah. And Ford actually only has two, and that's Lincoln and Ford. Uh, usually when you go to a car dealership, all of them that are going to be under the same company are going to be on that same lot. That's what I was trying to think of. So down there. like you've got Mike Perry, uh, Dodge Ram, Jeep, uh, Chrysler thing. Yeah, and they even sell Fiat's there too. So that should have given it away, Chris. Are Fiat's nice cars? I can't really no. remember. <laughs> you know what they say Fiat stands for. What? Fix it again, Tony. Yeah, you never heard that one? No. <laughs> That was from King of the Hill. Is it? Or no, he says, you know what Ford stands for? Found on road dead. No, he says, fix it again, Tony. And he's like, damn it, Dale, that's Fiat. <laughs> good stuff, huh? <laughs> yeah, good, good, good. Well, Chris, you've missed three out of three so there far, so you, you can't win. Rolling so hot. I will be, uh, Yay. I'll be here next week. I was done on purpose. I'll get these last two right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see what you got. These are the hard questions, Chris. Of course, the category is geography. Ooh. Chris. I want to know how many countries are in the United Nations. Um, total. How the heck am I supposed well, to know I'm going to give you multiple choice. I'm not going to know all of them. There's a bunch of really small countries in Europe, and they're well, all part of the United Nations. Account for that in your thought Holy process. <laughs> You've got A, 157, B, 193, C, 212, or D, 238. You want to hear them again? I'm going to say D. D, 238. It was actually B, 193. Apparently, there's 195 countries in the world, but two of them aren't a member of the United Nations. What two are those? I can't remember. They were like really crappy little ones. I would like to change my answer. Oh, what what do you want to change it to? 193. Hey, you got it right. Congrats, Chris. Chris, you got one out of four. Little did you know that was an option all along in trivia, (laughs) but you've just stuck with the wrong one. Yeah. You want to go back and change another one? No, I'm good. Okay. (laughs) We want to make this last one a three-point question. Yeah, please. Yeah, right. All right, Chris. So the last category is one I know you're very familiar with, of course, the of course, the category is economics. I know you. Uh, oh God! You took a class or two, didn't you? Yeah, over and over again. <laughs> so you must have learned a lot having taken it that many times, nope. right? Nope. Okay, so Chris, I want to know who the father of modern economics is. I'm gonna give you some answer choices. We've got John Maynard Keynes, the founder of Keynesian economics. Adam Smith, known for his invisible hand thing. Alexander Hamilton, the Secretary of State. Or Milton Friedman, known for his Friedman economic theories. Which is the... All right, you want to hear them again? No, 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 no. I'm trying I'll to think. I'll give them to you without Because there's the two of them, isn't it? They're, they they no, have no, pretty no, much no, opposite no. ideas. One of them was like, spend money now. Yeah. And the other one was like, no, don't, save it. Well... So I you got Keynes, which is to spend money now, fella. Uh, I think, I'm going to be honest with you, I think it's Austrian versus Keynesian economic theorem. But uh, not to delve into that too much, but those are just like your two, I, I want to say traditional schools of economic thought. Um, but no, that's that's not what we're going for here. I want to know just to the father of, father, father of modern economics is, again, John Maynard Keynes, Adam Smith, Alexander Hamilton, or Milton Friedman? Alexander Hamilton, because I'm watching that thing right now. Well, he's actually the only non-economist in the group, so you got that oh. one wrong. <laughs> Answer was Adam he Smith. He worked with money? Adam Smith. Yeah, that doesn't make you an economist. That doesn't, Just because you cashier doesn't make you an economist, you know. Look, man, I got a degree in economics, and Ooh. I'm not an economist. 
I'm actually probably pretty bad at the whole economics. Do you read Economist today? Uh, no, I don't know if that's a real magazine. I think or it not. is. I'm, I mean, I'm I kind of pulling it out. Economist is, or is it like know. Economy Today, or what is it? Uh, listen, man, I just get the newspaper, read the funnies. That's I don't about, even read the newspaper. <laughs> I don't either. I haven't, I haven't touched paper in like 13 years. <laughs> you think it would be uh, detrimental to your skin to touch it? Yeah. So I guess when we're done here, I'll chase you around with a uh, envelope, eight, eight and a half by eleven, and see if I can't do some damage yeah, or I'm an envelope. Break yeah. out in a rash. Yeah, we've got our our Natcast four by sixes out signed. We are looking mighty dapper, ready in these to pictures. go. We're just sitting there with our uh, beverages. We're toasting water, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it looks handsome. What can we say? Uh, Chris, I think we're done with trivia. I think that's the first time one of us has gone 0 for 5. I know. I feel terrible. I'm off my game today. Well, you won like two times already, and I yeah. haven't won but once. So, Ha! Ha! Well, dude, I ask him. I, I do the trivia like 75% of the time. I know. So, I mean, you know, you should really have three by now. <laughs> so, ha! Your trivia is a lot harder than mine, too. No. Yeah. That last one was really, really hard. Not, All if, not if you had paid attention in class. I don't class. know how to spell auxiliary. What the that hell is the wrong with you? That was the second one. <laughs> no, I mean the last trivia, this last oh, trivia. this last round. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about throwing a true false at you, but I forgot what I wanted well, to ask. At least I would have had a 50-50 chance. I know, I loved it when I, I was like, know. do you want to go ahead and guess before I ask the question? Because yeah. it may just confuse you. That's like a pretty good true false strategy and just not even read it. You got a 50% chance. I mean, come on. Uh, that's also a pretty good strategy and just multiple choice because then you got a one in four. And hey, mathematically, you should be getting a 25 on a test. It's pretty good. No. What? <laughs> 25 is a terrible it's a grade. a heck of a lot better than zero. You're not going to make a zero if you try. You can. Well, if what if you do try to make a zero? If it's math, you can at least kind of build your way there. So imagine you've got like principles wrong in your head. Okay. Okay. And you use that all throughout the test and you just completely screw everything up and get wrong answers throughout. You would have been better off guessing no, all of them. No, 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 no. Yes, no. Yeah. Like, what type of principle would you have wrong? Like, let's head? say we've got like the quadratic equation yeah. in your head, right? Yeah, and it's completely backwards, and we use that on every question. Which one's the quadratic equation? Uh, I don't know the names. Is that PEMDAS? Like, nah, I think it's like negative b plus or minus square root of something. Ashley will be ashamed that I don't know this because uh, she has a little jingle to remember it. And Do you want to get her in here? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think she needs to stay watching the dogs in the den. Yeah. As I uh, as I said last week, the den. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. There was that part that I cut yeah. out. Yeah. That was the best. And no one understands what we're saying. But anyway, Chris, let's go ahead and wrap it up. No. We're, we're getting to the end part here. No. Well, just because we wrap it up doesn't mean you have to leave. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. So, I mean... Just because we're going doesn't mean you have to stay. What? Does that make any sense? Nope. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think it would. I tried, though. Well, anyway, Chris, do you have any closing words? I know we did this a few weeks back, and they were actually pretty good. I got kind of a philosophical thing. Yeah, I wanted to do one, too. Go ahead. Mine might be a little long. How, oh, gosh. So, there's this professor sitting in class. This is a story. Kind of. I wanted words. Uh, kind of. I guess stories are made of words. So they that's are. okay. So there's this professor sitting in class, and it's the end of term, and he decides that he's going to 
kind of it's a philosophical class and he decides he's going to kind of throw one at his students and essentially says uh, puts a table puts a chair on a table um it says to his class if you can write out proof that this chair exists then you can uh not uh, you can skip out the rest of class and whatever your grade for today whatever grade you would have or whatever you would have done later today would be graded for 100 mm-hmm um, after a few minutes, uh, one of the kids at the rear of the class stands up, walks up to the professor, hands him his paper, and leaves the room. On the paper, all he wrote was "wet chair." Wow! Powerful wow. words, Chris. Yeah. Powerful. I don't think I get it, but that's okay. It, you're not supposed to get it. It's like, yeah, yeah. You just made me feel a certain kind of way I'm uncomfortable with. <laughs> so I'll leave you with my parting words, there we Chris. Go. How, I many, hope words, better than how mine. many words do I get? All of them. I was just going to hope you, you get can use. You can use all of them. All of them I want. Yeah. I was hoping you'd say like four, and then I'd just pick four words. But anyway, okay, I guess I'll use all of them. <laughs> I'll start with the letter A. Uh, a, aardvark, apple, and that's probably it. Just those three words will be good for me. Letter A, aardvark, and apple. And maybe next week I'll do B and come up with three words for that. Wouldn't what's, that be fun? What's your favorite word? Uh, What's my favorite word? Shoestring. What? That's two words. No, it's one word. No, that's two words. <laughs> that's why it's my favorite. <laughs> I don't know, man. Anyway, Chris, I think I think we're done here. We should uh, we should call it quits. Let me pick a different favorite word. Okay, yeah. Uh, ricochet. Ricochet. That's a good word. Yeah, I it's like a fun that word. word. Yeah, it's cool to spell. Too. Yeah. All right, Chris. So we'll ricochet on out of here. Uh, Nikki, this was a disaster. Am I right? Inside jokes. Oh. All right. Well, on behalf of myself, Chris, and the rest of our production team. Guess who's on that team, Chris? You and I. You and I, just like Lady Gaga. Uh, Thanks for listening. Have a kick-ass week. And as always, NetCast. NetCast!